At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Hey guys, this is Joel from Pod on Pod. Uh, and under the weather, Joel, you might notice there's a, a little bit of a cold in my voice. That's one of the reasons, actually, why you're hearing this episode. This is a, a pre-recorded episode that we uh, did a couple of weeks back with our buddy Adam Dale. He's the creator of our theme song here on Pod on Pod, which you're going to hear in just a second. Uh, we talked about, the three of us, Josh, uh, Adam, and I, about our favorite podcast, Mabim Mabim, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Uh, this was a special episode we wanted to kind of have in our back pocket. Uh, one to promote his forthcoming album. It's called Cats and Dogs, and we're going to find uh, or we're going to send you links as soon as uh, that album is available for sale. But it is coming soon, and that means that he's beginning promotion uh, with the first song available off that album or the first single. And we're going to play that at the end of this episode. But uh, that is why this episode is coming out this week. The combination of uh, the fact that we want to get involved in the promotion, but also. Because I sound like this and I didn't want to record a whole episode like this. So I'll try to get better. At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. And then we'll be back next Monday with the uh, next episode from uh, Listener Appreciation Month, a uh, listener-submitted podcast for review. This week, we did one for us, but it's for you too, because we think you're going to love it. It's Adam Dale, it's me, and it's Josh. It's Pot on Pod on Mabimba Bam. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. When the world is dark and boring, let us do your exploring. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts, because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm your eldest podcaster, Josh. I'm your middlest podcaster, Joel. And I'm the little babyest podcaster, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, This week on Pod on Pod, we're joined by a very special guest, Adam Dale, ladies and gentlemen, musician extraordinaire. Yay, thank you for having me. Podcast theme creator. Have you added that to your resume? I have not. I was informed it was quite polarizing, though. (laughs) It is. And and we're going to talk about that some today. Uh, You either love it or you hate it, or you're indifferent and don't discuss it with me. Those are the three things that you can be. Can we do the third option? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We are going to be discussing this week my brother my brother and me mabimba bam it's a, a show on the max fun network and it's one of our favorite podcasts it's all the three of second us. podcast we're doing for maximum fun uh, good call uh oh no ross and carrie we did pretty early on in the run and uh we know a lot of people love that show this is the show that brought all of us to the max fun network right 
Yeah, I think so. so for me, absolutely. Yeah, uh, we'll, and we'll get into the, how we started that in just a minute. But first of all, let's do have a little chit chat with Adam Dale. We don't ever get you in the studio. I'm never out anymore. It, it's because you got babies. I have a baby, and wives, and, and, and real jobs, and all sorts true. of things. At some point, I, I know that you know this to be true, and and Josh and I were talking about this. But at some point, you stop training a baby, and then they train you. Yeah. So like, my bedtime is nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah, because that's when the baby is asleep that's for when a she while. Goes to sleep. Yeah. So I go to sleep at that time i'm such a child i we have you have to be like you just have to and you can do all of the and i'm very much a hey we we implemented baby wise which is like this whole scheduling thing i don't know if there's books about this and whatnot and you put the baby on the schedule and you teach the baby how to sleep and how to wake and how to eat and whatever and then at some point you realize that you're just going to do the things that that baby will allow you to do (laughs) and just give into that that's exactly right (laughs) so thankfully about once a week or so um, the baby allows me or the babies allow me to come in here and record we're thankful that you got a little opportunity to come and join us too thank you so much yeah I had to play a little gig last night and and I had to pass through here and call Josh and ask if we wanted to get coffee yes and we have been Holding off to Mabimma Bam until you got some free time to be in the studio uh, because you're the one who introduced the show to us. You introduced it to me, yeah. uh, and then I passed it on to Joel, who has become a. I'm an Uber fan. Yes. So you went back and listened to all the back I'm a, catalogs. I'm a Mabim Bam Baholic. It's a pretty addicting. It's an amazing show. show. I like. Okay, so generally when we review a show here on Pod on Pod, we listen to at least three episodes uh, to, so that we can get the flavor of the show. We think if you don't listen to that much, you're going to miss out on any possible in-jokes. You're not going to understand the flow of the show or, or what they're really talking about or the way that the hosts interact with each other, etc. This show, I didn't need to do that, but I woke up this morning and I listened to three episodes anyway. That's how much I, that's how much <laughs> nice. I love the show. I was the exact opposite. The only reason I listened to the show is because Adam and I are friends and he mentioned to me, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get give it a, I'm going to give it a shot like next time we talk he'll probably ask I should be able to say something about it I listened to one episode I what two years ago maybe yeah, or like longer two years ago yeah and I think I came on on like a Halloween episode I 100% did not understand this show <laughs> the first episode I listened to and I I listened to the whole episode I put it to bed and I didn't listen to it for like I don't know maybe another 6 months I just didn't get it yeah. Well, I didn't get it when you first got me to try it either. You, Once you started actually listening, you were like, hey, uh, there's this show that's really cool. Adam actually suggested it to me. You should check it out. And I listened to one or maybe even two episodes. And again, I didn't, I didn't understand it. I, didn't, I was like, there were a few funny bits, but I'm like, that's just some goof-offs. Like, why would I listen to that show? It's just three brothers. <laughs> and then, again, months later, you were like, you really have you started listening to Mabim Mabim yet? you got to give it time, but you'll love it. It'll, it'll be your favorite show. It ended up taking about five or six episodes, but once I'm five or six episodes deep, it, something clicked, and all of a sudden, it's my. It moved from a show I couldn't care for to my favorite show at <laughs> a period. Absolutely, my favorite show. Let's get into it. Every week on Pod on Pod, we break a show down through the four following criteria. We talk about content, we talk about audio quality, host likability, and production values. Let's start with content. What is this show about? It's three brothers. First of all, the McElroy brothers. Yes, Justin. Travis and Griffin. Absolutely. Um, the Justin and Griffin actually work in like the video game industry. They they review video games. They write about video games on Polygon.com, I think is where I they are. Right. Yeah, and they've actually got a podcast now where they talk about video games. They have like a just a the short, two of them. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's called. 
Quality Control, I think is the name of it. Just I started. Add that to my list. <laughs> I've I've listened to a couple of episodes. It's pretty good. It's not really for me since I'm not a gamer, but it, it's a decent show, and they're very funny in it. Travis is the uh, middleist brother, and he is actually from the theater world. We have another connection to this show through the littlest sensei, our our buddy fight coordinator extraordinaire Jake Gwynn. Yeah, he's yeah. actually worked with Travis, knew the guy. Even as you were suggesting the podcast, he's four or five episodes deep in, into checking it out for himself after you told him to listen to it. And he goes, I know these guys. Yeah, and doesn't tra- doesn't Travis also have another podcast? N- not Travis, Justin. Justin, Justin, Justin the oldest brother bones. has, yes. yes. He does a, a, a medical podcast with his wife who is a doctor. That's also on the Max Fun Network called Sawbones. You go back and listen to sort of the way that people handled medical emergencies in the past. So these guys are pretty prolific, and at least the oldest and the youngest brother are doing internet stuff full-time as their gigs, and rightfully so, because they're kind of brilliant at it. And it's to my understanding that their dad is actually a a former... Yeah, he's a DJ. DJ, he, He was a radio DJ back in West Virginia, and they've had him on the show a couple of times, too. So the format of the show is this. They take Yahoo Answers questions... From if you go to yahoo.com slash answers, I think yeah, is if where you want to ruin is. your life, hop yes. on there and just just read. <laughs> it is the most depressing thing I've ever read. They they generally like I don't in the beginning I think they trolled Yahoo Answers themselves. Now it's it's just listener submissions. People send these in. I found this funny Yahoo Answers question, and you guys should talk about it because it. Is an advice show for, for the, the modern, modern era. era. Exactly. Modern. <laughs> um, this is uh, this show is is such a it's such a simple idea, and other people have taken this idea and and run with it. I don't know if they were inspired by Mabimba Bam, stole it outright, or came up with it themselves. But I don't know anybody that does it as well as them. No, it's such a good the concept of the show. Once you get it, is fantastic, and and often you think that they're just gonna. Because it's a funny show, it's a it's a comedy show, right. and you think they're just going to give funny ass funny answers or or fun advice. Sometimes they get like you get some real stuff out of it. Absolutely, they like it is both a comedy show and an advice show. And I'm not sure. I think it changes episode to episode, which would be like the genre and which would be the subgenre. I think mostly it airs on the side of comedy, but they often. I've gotten good life advice from a question they've asked. Not all of the questions are things that are applicable to me. <laughs> Usually the ones they're trolling from uh, Yahoo Answers are just meant to be silly. Some of them are yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. There was the one <laughs> – this is my favorite one ever. I still laugh about it. Is How else um, – is there another way that I could get back at my mother besides sticking pizza crusts up my butt? <laughs> <laughs> My my favorite of all time, and they close the show every week with Griffin has a final Yahoo Answers question that they don't respond to. He just asks the question and then they fade out into the theme song. Um, but my favorite one ever from their show is a final Yahoo answer, and it's just as simple. Why do Chinese people eat food? <laughs> I- why and I mean, you assume you assume that they meant why do Chinese people eat Chinese food or something like why right. do, why do they eat their food with chopsticks? Maybe they had some other word that was supposed to go in that sentence, and they in their hurry to find the answer, they they couldn't type it all out. But that one's pretty perfect for me. They don't do this every time, but the segments of a show like they have farm wisdom, and then every once in a while there'd be a skit on on the top. Right, or where they sort of like warm into it with yeah, a, yeah. They do kind of hey, a cold this week we're we, it, this is our uh, sports podcast, and we're all about the big game. Or like they'll do something like with like 
Snowden just appears. Yes, yes. Who sounds well, nothing like Snowden. Amelie. Amelie. Yeah, Amelie is my favorite impersonation <laughs> ever on the show. Absolutely. And I like uh, some of the self-loathing aspects. I guess the the middle brother Travis catches the brunt of the vitriol <laughs> from the other two. It's very middle brother like. Yeah. So whenever he is, um, what is the the Mad Libs that he likes to do? Oh my god! They're yes. the worst thing I've ever heard. But that's part of the charm. Of it. Absolutely. Well, and, and Griffin has a similar bit, and I, I haven't heard him do it in a while, but often if they have a podcast towards the first of the month, he'll tell you all of the things that this month is or all of the special days that come in this oh, month. Yeah. So, for instance, this Calendar. is Artichoke and Cabbage Month. <laughs> National uh, Podcast Appreciation Month, right here. You know, oh, whatever man. it is. I love the calendar. Um, and I guess we've sort of aired over into from content to host likability, but let's talk a little bit about the three brothers. Which one do you like best? Griffin. Probably Griffin's Griffin. your favorite? Yeah. Griffin's your favorite too? Between Griffin and Justin. Yeah. I See, but, I love Justin. I will say this much. A lot of times, Travis will throw some really good jokes out there that get glossed over. That, there's no love. There's no, no respect love. for Travis. <laughs> Travis is absolutely my favorite. The middleest brother is the one that that I love the most. I, Justin, I think, is a great host. He kind of anchors the show and moves it along. And Griffin is doing this thing on the regular. So it, like, he's got his own little spice that he brings to it. But to me, Travis... You, Josh, you and I have talked about before, often when you have a guest on the show, not to uh, to put anything, expectations on you there, no. Adam, but when you have a guest on the show, they can kind of sit on the side and then snipe in with the, the wonderful little bits. <laughs> Travis yeah. gets to do that a lot. Well, yeah. there's so for podcasts that we've re- reviewed in the past, it's hard to do a three-host dynamic. Like it's not easy to do um, – one host usually gets lost, one host dominates, and then the other one does exactly what you said. They snipe. Uh, comments uh, coming from the left or the right. They do a fantastic job with the three-host format. Uh, and it's probably my favorite three-host hosted show that, that, I, that I listen to. And, uh, you know, I think they do that because of the fact that their chemistry is so good. They've been together and been goofing with each other for so long. And they're not afraid to step on each other. No, nobody bit. gets their feelings hurt. Right. Not permanently anyway. Right. Because it's family and it's just this thing that we do. I... Like, I do wonder, are there recordings of the McElroy brothers, like, Fighting. as children? Like, you hear, sometimes on the Avett Brothers albums, you'll hear them recorded when they're, like, seven and they're playing a little song or something. I want the the home recordings of the McElroy brothers when they were goofing <laughs> off with their tape recorder. That's what I want to hear. a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. So let's move on to production values. You've got the intro from our old friend Bob Ball. <laughs> oh, my frenemy. <laughs> so explain to me the, the what is the battle with the <laughs> battle not, of Bob Ball? <laughs> there, there's beef. There's beef with Ball is what there is. Uh, our, our buddy, we reviewed Word Rango, Bob Ball's uh, current podcast uh, where they do – it's sort of like a, a word quiz show. It's a game that he plays with him and it's about three other guys. I think it's pretty funny and we, we reviewed it. They do a whole lot of production on that show. Like Bob has sound effects and music behind him all the time. And he's the only one doing a skit that only he's doing. Yeah, and Josh sort of savaged it. It's exactly the thing about podcasts that he doesn't like. It is. It is everything I dislike about podcasts. So you don't like the high production podcasts? And there, there are a couple. There are a couple, but it has to be like it. That production has to be generally fit the show. Right. But when you have three hosts doing a Straight. show one way, yeah, and you have one doing it 
completely different. Like it's just it is jarring and almost unlistenable. Um, and I will say that while I I don't care for the show Word Rango, their response to our review that they recorded is. It's amazing. I love it. They they reviewed our review. Bob sang him some love songs. It was wonderful. Like the the review wasn't all nice things, but they were very funny in it, and I enjoyed it. I just so yeah. Bob Ball tends to pop up every once in a while on a, on a, like on 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 this one. He's the intro. So he he does the intro. It's it's a, an advisory, is what it is. Sort of like a little warning, and it reminds me a lot of. I'm not a huge South Park fan now, but when South Park first came out, it was really awesome. And my favorite thing that they did was the warning at the front where they say all celebrity voices are impersonated except the ones that aren't or something like that, you know? (laughs) And I I thought, oh, well, that's an interesting way to do the warning. And I love the fact that Mabimba Bam has a warning in which it like d- describe tells you very firmly don't take any of the advice that these guys give none of them are experts except for uh, Travis who claims he's a sex expert but there's no degree on his wall um, so I, I I really like that I love the theme song that they go into and we we all had to look it up which is ridiculous since they say it every single episode every single it's time. John Roderick and the Long Winters putting the days to bed is the name of the album and the song is called it's a departure I love the theme song it's yep. Other than our theme song and the Weekly Planet theme song, as I discussed several weeks ago, this is my favorite theme no, song. Smodcast. Smodcast oh is way up there. Oh, my God. I love Smodcast. It is so catchy. It gets stuck in my head. I will, It'll just be going through my head as I'm driving. Not only is it going through my head, but I am crazy white boy dancing to it. <laughs> <laughs> here's, the, here's the difference with Smodcast, though. You couldn't put Smodcast theme song on loop without ever getting to the podcast and not be bothered. I could listen to It's a Departure just yeah. on a loop, and they could never, ever give me the satisfaction of starting the show, and I'd still be enjoying it. I think it. the difference is is that It's a Departure actually is a song. Yeah, you know it's a I mean? full... You take a clip from a song, as opposed to like having a theme song written, there is a level of like cheese to it. You know what I mean? But that's what that's what theme songs are. But then they had the one that keeps going through my head is uh, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. <laughs> yes. That podcast, it's, so, it's such an... Awful theme song. It's awful, but it it's stuck in my head. Since we have you here, let's have a little mini discussion <clears throat> on, on theme songs. Right. Um, uh, another one of my favorites, I know you like it too, is the uh, What Say You podcast. Oh, yeah. The, the What oh, Say You podcast is um, you get an F for effort. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the name of the song. That's a really good one. Um, um, well, here, here's my question. What is it that you like about it? No, but TV shows used to all have theme songs, yeah. like lyrics explaining the show or whatever, and they've really gone away from that. Yeah. On television, it is very rare to have a TV show now that has a has a full theme song. And rightly so. I mean, now a lot of a lot of times a lot of the television shows are very much more immersive. I mean, you think about Gilligan's Island. Oh, I love everybody knows that theme song. Yeah, but the the actual show versus Modern Family. There's a lot more content in Modern Family, so of course they would just want to get like right to it. You I think I mean? that's the I think the time issue family, is the family biggest. guy does it. Yeah, they've you're right got about a, that. Well, got a great theme song. Yeah. And if you if you go look at HBO, every HBO show has a has a real theme and they have the whole introduction every episode too. Every, every but one. they don't have the time constraints. Right. Same thing going on with Netflix. Netflix is pushing the idea that they're a lot like HBO, so every one of their shows has a title theme. I mean it's not like with words like the old TV theme songs were, but there's a title orchestration and and it has a like a full intro. You get like a minute and a half where you see all the credits and they have some like 
very overproduced, uh, you know, video element to the theme song that kind of sort of walks you through what the series is like or something establishes a tone. I don't. So I because through so, so you think that because there's not really a visual element to podcasting in general. There are people broadcasting on YouTube and doing video casts and things, but generally in podcasting, there's not a visual element. So it forces us to have a, a theme song that kind of explains the show sets or gives the, the fill of the show and sets the tone at yeah. the beginning be- because TV doesn't have to do it. And we do. Yes. Yeah. I, my favorite way to do this and our old show used to do this. You, you, I like a cold open. I like 30 seconds a minute where you, you, there's just conversation happening. Things are happening. Some, there's, maybe there's a funny bit or you just you have a, a sort of a sense of the room, a flavor of what's going on with the host. Then you hit us with the theme and whatever that is. Maybe it's an actual song. Maybe it's just a little sounder that tells you what the show is. Maybe it's literally just your announcer saying the title of the show. And then you go into the podcast. I agree. And I generally want it to be pretty short, although ours is on the long side. For Pot on Pot, I think we go... 39 seconds from the time it starts until the time I'm talking. Well, from the we split it in half to where it's the uh the beginning of the song is at the top of the show and the end of the song is uh is at the uh the bottom of the show. But that's one that was recorded as one song. Yes. There wasn't a split intended to it. Now here's a great question. Since we have a musical guest in the show, how do you feel about podcasts that have musical guests on there like uh today's music's brought to you by Spider Midget Frog. There we go. You remember those guys? Yeah. <laughs> spider midget <laughs> frog. Spy, spider midget frog is a great. Uh, yes. That was a, an actual band. It's a great that, band. That was Cooper. a band. But how do you feel about shows that put it on there? And and do you think that it should be people are doing it right at the end of a podcast? Do you want it? Um, I don't know where else you could put it. I mean, unless you change the opening and like like you were saying, just have an announcer announce the name of the show after you have like thirty or forty seconds of the intro. Of a, of a different song and say this music was brought to you by our musical guest, yada, yada. Right. But otherwise, I don't know how you would do it. Well, wa- Welcome to Night Vale's got a pretty good convention for it. And that is in the middle of the show, they go, and now it's time for your weather report. And it's the musical guest. Oh, that's cool. And one thing that always bugged me about some podcasts is they'll have a musical guest on there and 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 presuppose that that person is going to play music, you know. Because they don't always have to play music as a musical oh, right. guest, you know. But then, but you know what I'm saying? Is that is that getting it out there that you will not be playing music right. in the studio? Hey, just because I brought my keyboard and my guitar doesn't mean that we're going to play anything, fellas. <laughs> but the thing that the thing that I, I hate is whenever they're like, "So tell us a little bit about your songs or whatever," and they start talking and they say, "Well, let's hear a snippet of your music," and then they just play a recording oh like, yeah, yeah if yeah. you're gonna introduce the music either let them play it in the studio or don't do it at all i strongly agree with that the only and i've only listened to a couple episodes of this but it is on our list eventually to uh to review there's another show on the max fun network called song exploder i've heard about it i didn't i haven't okay. got to check it out they they literally take a, a song apart one yeah, song different. over that's the course different. of an episode and yeah th- as you said that's that's a very different thing and sometimes they even i don't know if they do this on every episode but i've heard them do we're like, hey, let's play, give you 30 seconds of only the drum track from this song so that you can really get a sense of the of the way that the rhythm comes in like we've been telling you about. And now listen. Yeah. And I think that's a really good idea for a show. It's because, amazing. Because <clears throat> there is a lot. I mean, I'm in the process right now of, of finishing up a record. Right. There is a lot of stuff that goes into making a record that you don't hear. Like even I don't hear 
when I'm when I'm doing the record, I'll I'll, I'll put something in there and go, it's cool, but is anybody going to hear that? What's the right. point of having that? But then if you take it away, something's missing. You know, it's really strange. So if it's you can break it apart, idea. yeah, if you can break it apart and hear all those different little layers and textures, like the old Marvin Gaye songs. You know, there's a lot of layers and textures and percussions that if we're not there, the song would be completely different. It so would be something different. There you go. Adam Dale's suggestion, hire Marvin Gaye for your <laughs> podcast theme song. Yeah, absolutely. If you can get uh, Marvin Gaye to do your theme song, I think you're ahead of the game. So <laughs> I'm going to cap this discussion with this, and then we're going to move back to Mabimabam, Bam, my All brother, right. my brother, and me. If you would like to be a musical guest on our show, here's a great a great way to do it. I'm sure Adam is so tired of, of hearing his voice at the beginning and end of our show. So why don't you guys take a stab at re-recording our theme song? We'll put the lyrics on the website. Take a stab at re-recording our theme song. And uh, you know what? We'll just rotate you guys through. I love you. That's a great love, idea. That's a brilliant idea. I really, that, yay! Yay! That's a great. That's a great. Yeah, uh, you know what? You can you can sit out the rest of the day. I think you're all done for the brilliant idea. I'm going on break. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's take it from the discussion of the theme song and production value straight into audio uh, quality itself. This is a show. All three of the brothers. We're talking about Mabimba Bam again, by the way, <laughs> to bring it back home. All three of the brothers are generally in separate places. There are episodes where they've been together or two of them that are together, but yes. they live all over the country. So they're recording this. I'm assuming probably hook it up with like Skype or Google Hangout, but they each record their own track. And then, then send it to one general hub and then they edit it together. I thought that that was really interesting when I heard them do that because I started thinking to myself, how difficult is it? To look at a computer screen and have that kind of chemistry with somebody. Yeah, I know. You know, I I don't know if I could do well, it. Well, but not just the not just the chemistry, but like I don't I understand it's difficult to put the three tracks together like that. Apparently, there are some. There's a, a this tech guy named Marco Armit who uh, is the creator of Instapaper, and he was one of the first guys at Tumblr, and he's created Overcast.fm, which is the podcast app that I use and recorded back in like episode 16, but. He also has this um, project that I think it's on GitHub. You can download it. But what it does is it uses the Skype track as the way to sequence the tracks together. And then it automatically puts the three separate audio tracks. You, you put them all in one place. They all record to Dropbox or something. And you sync them all up. If there's a way to do this, and there must be because Mabimba Bam does it, I don't understand why every show that records separately doesn't do this. So this discussion is obviously over my head because I'm not a radio DJ, nor am <laughs> I a musician. musician. But what I will say about the audio quality of the show is knowing that they record in three different areas generally uh, and knowing that a ton of the podcasts that we reviewed also do that, which is Part of the beauty of podcasting uh, is just the availability you have to do it. It's it sounds really good. It's very consistent from episode to episode, and, except for their live episodes. They live, do the it's awful. They do the face to face episodes, and it's like all of them forget how to record anything anywhere. I'm like, yeah. how can you record so well in your bedrooms and your offices? It sounds like someone stuck a microphone <laughs> in the back of a hall. It's someone stuck it up their butt with a pizza crust is where they put <laughs> They're it. They're just going to mix it together. Yeah. You get pizza crust butt and back a hole noise. Yeah. The um the other thing that uh, I would say about it, the earlier episodes, you could tell that maybe they were on some budget restraints and, and a learning curve. Yes. They didn't necessarily have uh, the quality that they have now on their current episodes. So. Well, that's and, – and if you – if audio quality is something that's like a real stickler issue for you, just don't go back and listen to like 1 through 13. What you can do though is you can pick up their – like they have best of episodes. Uh, brother – brother, be, better brother, 
Brother Best or something like that is what they call it. And and those are like, hey, we, we're going to put the first 13 episodes. We're going to only take the best bits and jam those together. Those are really good episodes if you get into this show to go back and listen to. As a matter of fact, um, that will bring us, I guess, to my first favorite moment. We generally do favorite moments, but I'm going to say – for this, we should maybe talk about even favorite episodes or favorite goofs in particular. Since we listen to all of them, it might be hard to remember just a few. Oh, man. Episode, all of the all of the episodes that are the best ofs. And I'm trying to think what the first one is. Uh, let's see. It's episode 161 has the best of the first 13 episodes. That one is an amazing place to get started. My, my favorite episode ever, though, the one that first hooked me, was episode 104. It's called I Hate You, Ron. And there's a long bit in the middle where they get a question. They get a question about this guy, how to get back at his stepdad, how to fix his relationship with his stepdad, Ron. And they say that Ron, Ron should be a title that's applied to every stepfather. It's the perfect stepfather name. So if you become a stepfather, you're now Ron Don Johnson or whatever your name was before. And I think that's. Absolutely perfect. The whole bit was really funny. I've I've written in a couple of times. They haven't answered me yet, but I want to know what's the female equivalent. What is the what is the permanent title for stepmothers? Tammy. Sheila was what I was thinking. It's got to be it's got to be something in he there, keeps right? Bringing up the name Darlene a lot, so it could be Darlene. <laughs> but uh, one thing I think probably my favorite episode that got me hooked was there's an episode I think it's called Peepum's Nasty Gum. Yes. I think I died. I think I died listening to it. Uh, I've got that one written down. Hang on. Peepum's Nasty Gum is episode – it's episode 39. It's way back in, <laughs> in the very beginning. But it was – yeah, that's a really funny episode. So too. I don't uh, I don't have a very specific uh, moment, but I love when this happens. Not all the goofs work. No. But the thing that is beautiful is they're usually aware. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is what I'm, this is what I'm getting to. So – when one brother tries a tries a goof and it's obvious that it's not working, and one and and, and Griffin's usually the one that's going to call somebody out on that, <laughs> which is probably why he's my favorite. But w- when it doesn't work and Griffin or Trevor, whoever's calling that particular brother out for it, that the other brother will side with the bad goof, <laughs> and then they will gang up and turn it into something that's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. One more great episode for you to check out. Uh, you can uh, go listen to um, episode 139, Minority Groundhog Report. That was one of my favorites. And then very, very recently, uh, when Justin just had a kid, uh, Justin and his wife just had a baby, and while oh, he was sort of on ma- paternity leave, they recorded an episode called Mabimba Bam, The Adventure Zone. It was amazing. It's right in between 213 and 214. It's the thing that should not have worked. And for me, it totally works. I refuse to listen to that episode. It, you, it, it's ridiculous that you don't listen to it. It's well, wonderful. Here's, here's, and this is, They're going to make a whole is, podcast This is like going to be a sad truth, and we'll get into it when we get to the, our, our ratings of this show. All right. But um, this, this show was in permanent rotation for me. It's been replaced, and it's been replaced with a show that ends with Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, okay. So I – don't want to mix like I don't want to listen to any show that has Dungeons and Dragons on it. That makes sense sort because of. you might give up your love of Harmontown because you might catch it. Right? No, it's a disease. Yeah, you might catch Dungeons. I got that D and D dog. <laughs> All I do now is drink Mountain Dew and eat Cheetos. <laughs> Cheeto every every morning <laughs> I wake up and there's more, every morning I wake up and there's more dice in my pocket. <laughs> I don't know where these die come from. I open up my car door and it's just dice spilling out. 
Put Fuzzy? No, twenty sided, bro. You can't drink anything unless the ice ice cubes are twenty sided. That's right. <laughs> let me like let me that. reach into my pocket of holding. See if I can find that for you. <laughs> pocket of holding. So so uh, here on Pod on Pod, we like to give a show alternate names. My brother, my brother, and me is a great name. I love the anagram Mabimba Bam too. But I'm gonna call this show Yahoo Knows. Mm. N-O or K-N-O-W? Yahoo K-N-O-W-S. And I would make it Y-A-W-H-O knows. Yahoo knows. I like Yahoo knows, but N-O. Yahoo knows? Yeah, because none of the things that come from Yahoo are like... You should not You should not stuff pizza crust up your butt to get back at your mother. (laughs) That's why he was asking for some other way to get back at them. (laughs) (sighs) Ah. Just think it's so funny. So like, there are really some. I mean, it really it's it's something that we're laughing at, but there's some sadness on there. Yeah, those people those people are reaching out. They, they are, man. I they say you rename the show the Three Billy Goats Goofs. <laughs> the Three Billy Goat Goofs. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. How about the McElroys explain everything? Oh, that's I a like good it. one. You could just call it my favorite podcast. Boo. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, after we uh, do all the fun stuff that we do here and break the show down, explain it to you so that you'll know whether it's something that you want to try out, we give it an overall rating, and we don't rate it with stars, we don't rate it with thumbs up, uh, we don't do any of that. We do earbuds in. Generally, the best you can get on a show is two earbuds. No, that is the best you can get on a show. Incorrect. (laughs) I'm giving Mabimba Bam four earbuds because there's two for me to listen to and then two for me to make somebody else listen to it, too. It's beautiful. (laughs) That is not a sanctioned (laughs) earbud Right. The Russian judge is blocking me again. So you're giving it two earbuds. Yeah, I'm going to give it two earbuds. Okay. I am going to give it one and a half just because it's, it's – Coming from you, that's like four. Yeah, but it's been, it has been replaced for me. I still like it. I enjoy it whenever I listen to it, but I'm not listening – the day it comes out, I'm gonna make Travis and Justin make a like a personal appeal for you to come back, dude. Like, it's one and a half. That's a come great rating. Come on back to us, man. We I miss you. It. I, d- I definitely do too. Um, two earbuds, just because I feel like uh, um, I'm I'm chomping at the bit every Monday for it to come out when I'm at work and I have my headphones and I'm like, man, I need that to come out. <laughs> when it well, like I see it in my feed and I'm like, ah, excellent. I need to make time now for Mabimba Bam. I'll, I'll refresh. I'll keep refreshing on Monday. And <laughs> like, I'm like, it, come why on, is it not why is it yet? not there yet? What's wrong with your feeds, <laughs> Justin? So that about wraps it up for this week, this very special episode of Pod on Pod. I want to say a big thank you to Adam Dale and the long Adam Dales for our theme song, Pod on Pod, from the album... Songs to listen to podcasts by. It's <laughs> <clears throat> a mouthful. It is. It is a. It is a very long mouthful. No, but seriously, hey, thank you for joining us for thank this you week, for having man. Me, guys, yay! Do you have anything to add, sir? No, sir. I would tell you what's coming up next week, but I don't know when this is going to get played, so I won't be able to do that. Uh, you should go to podonpod.com for all of your Pod on Pod needs, including links to our old episodes. You can find us all over social media, Twitter and Facebook and whatnot. You can also find links for Adam Dale. Not only where you can find out more about him, you can find links to his music, including his forthcoming album. What's the name of that album? It's called Cats and Dogs. Cats and Dogs, Living Together, Total Chaos. Falling out of the sky. There you go. All right. uh, So check that out. It'll be up at podonpod.com as soon as it's available for you. Until next week, we're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Adam. I'm Joel. Kiss your podcaster square on the mouth. 
Pod on Pod is a proud member of the Procast Network, a Procreate production. Procreate is a community of artists in film, music, the digital arts, and fine arts that helps connect and collaborate on projects. You can find out more at www.teamprocreate.com. For more great podcasts from the Procast Network, try Movie Buzzed. Join your host, Zach, every episode on the Movie Buzzed podcast for good friends, a good movie, and a great buzz. The Pod on Pod theme song is written and performed by Adam Dale. Find his music in iTunes and more information about him on our website. Our musical guest this week, that's also Adam Dale.
of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high flying to all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Tune into Haycar's new podcast series, The Road to a Simple Life. And join me, Vernon Kay, as I chat to McFly's Harry Judd, Ian Haste of Haste Kitchen, and Money Magpie's Jasmine Bertles about how they keep things simple across their family, food, and financial lives. The Road to a Simple Life is brought to you by Haycar, the new website for used cars that promise to make finding your perfect used car simpler than ever. Find us on all major podcast channels or head to haycar.co.uk forward slash simple for all of the episodes. 